No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible. Welcome to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. They say that the two things certain in life are death and taxes, but one person escaped death prior to the worldwide flood. Today, Pastor Daryl continues in Genesis chapter 4, verse 25. Hope you'll join us for Simply the Bible. like the term dysfunctional, but it certainly describes the first human family. The firstborn son of Adam and Eve killed his brother Abel. The fall corrupted man to the core. Yet God was preserving for himself a people who would call upon his name and be saved. We pick it up in Genesis chapter 4 verse 25. And Adam knew his wife again, and she bore a son and named him Seth. For God has appointed another seed for me instead of Abel, whom Cain killed. And as for Seth, to him also a son was born, and he named him Enosh. Then men began to call on the name of the Lord. How tragic it must have been for Eve, the mother of all living, to lose two sons in one day. Abel was killed and Cain was banished. But God was gracious to Eve and gave her another son, whom she named Seth, which means appointed. Somehow she knew that he was the appointed one. While Seth was not the promised seed himself, the one who would crush the serpent's head would be his descendant. Seth had a son named Enosh, and Adam and Eve entered into the joy of being grandparents. It was the line of Seth rather than that of Cain who called upon the name of the Lord, Yahweh, which means the existing one. Those of Seth's line were indeed appointed and set apart to worship God. We read in Romans 10.13, For whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Genesis chapter 5. This is the book of the genealogy of Adam. In the day that God created man, he made him in the likeness of God. He created them male and female and blessed them and called them mankind in the day they were created. And Adam lived 130 years and begot a son in his own likeness after his image and named him Seth. We come again to this notable Hebrew word toledah, which is translated genealogy in verse 1. It can also be translated generations or account, and it marks a new division in Genesis. While genealogies can be boring to read, their primary purpose is to show the lineage leading to Christ. In chapter 4, we were given Cain's family tree. That account stops and is never picked up again. The only line that is continuous in the Bible is the one leading to Christ. There are two things to note as we read through Adam's genealogy through Seth. First, the first person mentioned is not necessarily the firstborn child. Second, there were many other sons and daughters born to Adam and his descendants. The Bible is only concerned about the one descendant in each generation who would lead to Christ. Jesus had to be able to trace his pedigree back to David, to Abraham, and to Adam. It is interesting that man and mankind in verses 1 and 2 
are the same Hebrew word, Adam. In other words, God created Adam, male and female, blessed them, and called them Adam. We see the wonderful and mysterious union that exists in marriage and why divorce is so destructive to the one flesh God has joined together into one, Adam. We also see why marriage is so important for a man and woman who desire to cohabit in love. God sanctions the marriage covenant for our protection and provision. This is a total commitment for total life. If you aren't willing to make that commitment, then you shouldn't be living together and having sexual relations. Couples who are truly committed to God and each other will go through the effort of making the relationship legal and right in the eyes of everyone. Well, the people living prior to the flood, that is the antediluvians, had extremely long lifespans and were having babies even when they were several centuries old. Noah was 500 when he had his three sons. Adam and Eve were 130 years old and gave birth to Seth. No doubt they already had many other sons and daughters by this time. Now we see that God created man in the likeness of God. They were made perfect and sinless. But Adam gave birth to a son in his own likeness and after his image. As head of the human family, Adam's sin was passed down to his children. Every descendant of Adam since then has been born with a fallen sin nature. The only exception is Jesus, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit. Even David, the one after God's own heart, confessed, Behold, I was brought forth in iniquity, and in sin my mother conceived me. This is the universal human condition we've inherited from Old Grandpappy Adam. Verse 4. After he begot Seth, the days of Adam were 800 years, and he had sons and daughters. So all the days that Adam lived were 930 years, and he died. Seth lived 105 years and begot Enosh. After he begot Enosh, Seth lived 807 years and had sons and daughters. So all the days of Seth were 912 years. And he died. Enosh lived 90 years and begot Canaan. After he begot Canaan, Enosh lived 815 years and had sons and daughters. So all the days of Enosh were 905 years and he died. Canaan lived 70 years and he begot Mahalalel. And after he begot Mahalalel, Canaan lived 840 years and had sons and daughters. So all the days of Canaan were 910 years and he died. Mahalalel lived 65 years and begot Jared. After he begot Jared, Mahalalel lived 830 years and had sons and daughters. So all the days of Mahalalel were 895 years and he died. Jared lived 162 years and begot Enoch. After he begot Enoch, Jared lived 800 years and had sons and daughters. So all the days of Jared were 962 years, and he died. What one thing do all these people have in common? They were born and they died. Indeed, this is the one thing we all have in common. We get a birth certificate and a death certificate. Not only did we inherit sin from Adam, but also death. 
reading this genealogy is like walking through a cemetery. It's a reminder of our own mortality. Verse 21, Enoch lived 65 years and begot Methuselah. After he begot Methuselah, Enoch walked with God 300 years and had sons and daughters. So all the days of Enoch were 365 years, and Enoch walked with God, and he was not, for God took him. In this family tree, we come to one person who stands out from the rest. After Enoch gave birth to Methuselah, he walked with God 300 years. This is the first time in Scripture we come across the phrase, walked with God. What was it about Methuselah's birth that caused Enoch to start walking with God? Having children certainly can change your life. It was true with Enoch. Perhaps becoming a father caused him to desire a closer relationship with his heavenly father. But whatever the reason, Enoch walked with God until he was 365 years old, and then he was no more because God took him. For this reason, Enoch is named in the Hall of Faith in Hebrews 11.5. By faith, Enoch was taken away so that he did not see death and was not found because God had taken him. For before he was taken, he had this testimony that he pleased God. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. I can think of no greater testimony than to walk with God and please God. This reminds me of what Jesus said in John 8, 29. The Father has not left me alone, for I always do those things that please him. Both Jesus and Enoch walked with God and pleased God in cultures that were antagonistic to God. Jude records Enoch saying, Behold, the Lord comes with ten thousands of his saints to execute judgment on all, to convict all who are ungodly among them of all their ungodly deeds, which they have committed in an ungodly way, and of all the harsh things which ungodly sinners have spoken against him. Obviously, there was much ungodliness in Enoch's day. And this was growing at such a pace that God would soon declare that every intent of the thoughts of man's heart was only evil continually. Therefore, in the year that Enoch's son died, God brought the worldwide flood. It is not easy to faithfully walk with God in such times of moral decadence and apostasy. Considering the last days, Jesus said in Matthew 24, 12, because lawlessness will be increased, the love of many will grow cold. Today, temptations abound. Like in Enoch's day, many people say harsh things against God and against his people. There is much ungodliness. Under such circumstances, how can we faithfully walk with God and please God? It is only possible by the power of the Holy Spirit in us. It is only possible when we offer ourselves to God and choose not to conform to this world, but to be transformed through the renewing of our minds. One day was like any other. Enoch was walking with God as he had been, and then God took him to his place. Enoch is one of only two people in all history who escaped death. The other is Elijah. 
We believe that Enoch is a type or foreshadow of the church. Just as Enoch was caught up with God before the flood, so we who believe in Jesus Christ will be caught up with the Lord at the rapture of the church before the great tribulation. Like Enoch, we don't know when this day will be. Therefore, how important it is for us to walk with God and seek to please Him every day. It's not easy, but the rewards are out of this world. Verse 25, Methuselah lived 187 years and begot Lamech. After he begot Lamech, Methuselah lived 782 years and had sons and daughters. So all the days of Methuselah were 969 years and he died. Happened to be the oldest man who ever lived. Lamech lived 182 years and had a son. And he called his name Noah saying, this one will comfort us concerning our work and the toil of our hands because of the ground which the Lord has cursed. And after he begot Noah, Lamech lived 595 years and had sons and daughters. So all the days of Lamech were 777 years and he died. And Noah was 500 years old and he begot Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Join us tomorrow as we see how Noah found favor with God and saved the world. You've been listening to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. They meet Sunday mornings at 1030 at Pepper Ridge Elementary School in Boise. To listen to any of Pastor Daryl's teachings or to find out more about the church, go to their website at calvarytv.org. That's calvarytv.org. Join Pastor Darrell tomorrow as he continues in the book of Genesis by looking at the conditions existing in the world that caused God to send a worldwide flood.